And yeah. welcome <laughs> to the Thanks for Sharing podcast. Yeah. We are sponsored by Pace Roofing, Sharky's Barbershop, Chop Shop Studio, Pink Cloud Vape Shop, mm. whatever your studio you've been building for five years is called. It doesn't have a name. No name yet. Yeah. And we're still waiting to hear back from Nike. What about fleshlights? Are we sponsored by fleshlights? And we're sponsored by fleshlights. Great, because I've been looking one for for one for months. Yeah, on yeah. GoPuff. Yeah, they that's, sell them. That's a strange thing to have on GoPuff. It's like I want some Kit Kats and the fleshlight. Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, want a can of Pringles and a fleshlight. Now, if you don't order the fleshlight with the can of Pringles, you could probably fashion the Pringles can into your own <laughs> that's fleshlight. That's what I was thinking. With some sponges, some gloves. Yeah, what's it called? The Fifi? Yeah, I've never done this before, mm. but I've heard. <laughs> you just, know, just taking a wild stab at it. Mm-hmm. Ordering stuff on GoPuff or Uber Eats is just never good. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't like having my world connected to like any sort of card I have cuz then I'll just overuse the shit. Yeah, and then yeah. they know they know what you want now. Yeah, and they know and what they I want. Target you. Yeah. So when I order, I'll order stuff off Uber Eats, and then I'll eat it. Right, I've gained a hundred pounds since I got sober, Joe. I'm nice. disgusted with myself. So I'll order like forty dollars worth of food off Uber Eats, and then it'll be done. I'll eat it all. I'll feel like shit, and then I'll get a notification like, "How was your order? It wasn't good. It was yeah, bad." And bad. then I delete the app. Like I'm deleting my browser history. Right. I hate myself. That's good, dude. You're yes. allowed to hate yourself. I mean, yeah. I think that's a big key in getting sober because so many people are like, why can't I get this? I don't get it. Especially when like you're themselves. newly sober yeah. and you're like in your 30, first 30 days. And I always like talking to new people mm. and they're like, yeah, they're rocking the pink cloud, if you would. And they're happy. Yeah. And, and then, then I come along. And I'm just like, hey, just did you realize you hate yourself yet? And they're like, <laughs> what? No, I don't hate myself. I'm like, keep digging. Keep like, coming back. Yeah, you will. <laughs> You'll realize. I remember when I got my first sponsee, the shout out to Chance, you know, fucking yeah. anonymity. I was like, uh, don't worry, but it only gets worse from here. Yeah, it only gets downhill. It does. That's the number one question of people, because I have like a lot of random people just hit me up who like I don't even think really have a problem. Um are hanging out. I think they're just going a little too hard. Who am I to say if someone has a problem? But I yeah. think like there's just some people who are going a little too hard. Mm-hmm. For like a bit, having yeah. a little bender. Did you think was that me? I was just no, 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 <laughs> not at all. You're the realest to ever. Do it, I, yeah. But like these are people like I just know from just out and about, not from AA, who are mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, I've been smoking too much weed and drinking too much, and I'm like, are you doing heroin yet? And they're yeah. like, no. And I'm like, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, just call me back when you're homeless. Yeah. Are you news. waking up with the shakes from alcohol? No. No. All right. Yeah. Go back out. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the best Ah, just yeah you're fine but they're always like they'll like do it for like a week and they're like does it ever get like fun does life ever get fun again and i'm like nah it really doesn't yeah i'm like it depends are you a boring piece of shit because then this will just exemplify that and intensify how much you fucking suck like i'm boring and i love it like for the six months we were in lockdown i just watched movies and tv all day and i did not give a fuck about the outside like occasionally i would be like i want some human interaction that isn't my parents Mm -hmm. and then i would just be like i don't care that much yeah the only bad part was not seeing you joe Wow. It was the only really? bad part, not seeing the boys. I know? saw you at one point because I was selling t-shirts. Yeah, we played wiffle ball. And we played briefly. wiffle ball. Yeah. That was cool. I wore Yeezys to the wiffle ball field. I have them on right now. Because I'm not a Yeezys yeah. guy. You're not, but it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just over it. I'm a checks over stripes guy, man. You are. I'm Where'd old fashioned. Who said that? Drake? Did are Drake, Drake say guy? it? He did uh, say it. I mean, Drake's a Scorpio and he loves his mom. And I'm also a Scorpio and I love my mom. And have you ever seen me and Drake in the same room? No. That's what I'm saying, dude. Wow, dude. This is a very illuminating session we're having right now. (laughs) I'm learning learning a lot. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I I didn't even introduce you, dude. So that's. Oh, yeah. uh, This is Miles, by the way. That's me. Miles the Bolski. Yeah. I just got a text from the Plude. He said, tell Miles he's the fucking man. Dude, people like me. I'm very confused. Yeah, by it. he's out to eat. <laughs> he's out to eat at a birthday dinner right now, and he was like, he was he was giving me notes on the podcast today. He was like, "This is what you need to do," and I was like, "Okay, no, not like that." But he wants yeah, to yeah. be on it, and I was like, "Well, Miles is coming on tonight." He's like, "I need to fucking be there," and I'm like, "All right, what are you doing? We're gonna be here Come at through. seven. And he was like, he was like, 
I got a birthday dinner. I'm like, well, don't blow that off. Yeah. I actually got invited to that dinner, but I didn't go because I love you so much, Joe. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Remember last time you had something important uh, going on? It was yeah, your hour special. I quit, yeah. I quit my, my job. My six for years you, sober, I shot my first comedy special. I quit my comedy. job. I quit my job for you. Dude. You quit your job, dude. Yeah. And I came in the last 10 minutes. That's sick, though, dude. Yeah. I make good choices. Yeah. I always feel weird when people are like, because it's happened like a couple times. Not that, well, this podcast is blowing up. It is. It's huge right now. If it hasn't, it will. If you're in the (laughs) Philadelphia, I can't say worldwide, but in the Philadelphia area, it's a hot commodity, man. It is. Yeah. People ask me about it all the time, and I haven't even been on it yet. Do people really ask you about it? Like, you know that guy, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, tell him to just give it up already. (laughs) Just get it over with already. Yeah. But a couple people are like, I want to come by when the episode, and I'm like, it's not even my house. It's Mm -hmm. our wonderful producer, Davron. Yeah, shout out Who's to the man? You don't even know where this is. How would you even let people come over? Yeah, I don't know where it is. That's a huge problem. <laughs> Davron, it's a huge problem. Yeah, we don't know the address. Because the past two people though. just drove here separately. I usually just drive whoever's on it with me. <laughs> and the past two people are like, where's it at? I'm like, it's in Somerton. And they're like, where? And I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, it's here. Yeah, if all your friends weren't degenerate uh, drug addicts and you couldn't use uh, self-help as a landmark, we probably would never find it. Yeah, I know. I'm dreading because <laughs> I'm going to have like a couple musicians, like people who do uh, rock and roll music and rap mm. music. I plan on it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to tell them. I'm going to be like, you know where self-help is? And they're going to be like, what's, what's a self-help? What's that? Yeah, wow, by Barry yeah. Mental Hospital. Yeah. Which I still don't think people would know. You got to be a certain class of person. You got to be an Easter Davron would know that stuff, eh? Because he lives by it, and also because he's like into horror movies and stuff, which makes me squeamish. I don't do horror movies. No horror. Uh -uh. I've been playing one every night at work for the patients, and they're like, "I'm having nightmares and PTSD flashbacks," and I'm like, "I've committed to this. You're getting 31 of these movies." Yeah, you're getting. You're trying to make a difference in those patients' lives, dude, and they're ungrateful. This is what I got sober for, Joe. To help. Yeah. Well, people like you don't get sober. That's what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) They call me. They call me. uh, different things you know you are in fact one of the most interesting people to get sober not that you're any specialer than anybody but Mm. people were legitimately pumped of all walks of life they were like thank god that kid got it together yeah because nobody thought i would i guess what i mean i mean i met you about four years ago i think at saint bernard's do you even remember that and we were sitting next to each other and what oh man fun fact about st bernard's great meeting men's meeting Mm -hmm. the type of meeting where it's filled with a bunch of old union dudes and if you have a dream that's not being in the union you're a piece of shit yeah i had to put both of my hands up for them to let me share yeah they were like like, what local are you in and you're just like i'm not and they're like you can't talk here you know (laughs) what i mean but uh they always have soft pretzels you gotta have tasty treats yeah, yeah, or no one's coming. Yeah, so uh, soft pretzels and donuts, and I'm a big Boston cream guy, mm-hmm. but when you see the Dunkin' Donuts box and there's one that looks like a Boston cream, it can either be that or it's just vanilla cream, which I despise. I think it's gross. Disappointing. It's a terrible texture. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's green. And the one time I took a bite into the donut and saw it was vanilla cream, and I got up out of the meeting. And left. No, and I just, I walked three blocks away and I threw it in a sewer because I didn't want anybody to see me throw it out. You got to keep the appearances up. Yeah, because they would have been like, this ungrateful piece of shit. <laughs> you can't have um, AA be the only attraction at the meeting because then I'm not coming 10, yeah. 10 times. Dude, AA's a rough place <laughs> it's sometimes. Dude. It's so good. As much as I want this to be a podcast about nothing so far, it's been like very heavy AA themed. I mean, you look at the people that are on it, and that's kind of you can't get away from it, you know. Yeah, but you were you were the real deal. You were the king of the homeless, dude. You I was, were, man. You were on the news for being homeless. I was. So, did I ever tell you the story of how that happened? <laughs> no, you never told me the story. So, about it. I'm behind uh, Walgreens at K and A, right, doing what I usually do. Uh, large piles of human feces surrounding me, uh, and uh, you know, I get done doing my thing, and I walk behind the Dunkin' Donuts. And these news cameras come out of nowhere. And it was like a good day, you know, like some girl from the county came down and I ran her in and made it come up mm-hmm. and I was blacked out on Xanax. And nice. uh, these news cameras came up and they were like, can we interview, interview you? And I was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so I'm going on this huge rant about how um, 
the police are in on it and they're, they are, mm -hmm. you know, they have their hands in the drug dealers pockets and they're all working together. Not that they don't, not that that doesn't happen, yeah. you know, but I went on this insane, uh, rant. Psych psychosis, exactly. Drug induced psychosis. Yeah, yeah, I'm very familiar. <clears throat> so the only part they kept was the one that, you know, you saw on there where I said, mm -hmm. it's like a war zone down here. Yeah, it is a war zone down there. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't then, a, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. So, and then I called my sister in a blackout, right? This is the day that I got sober actually wow. was the day that I was on the news. I called my sister. She picked me up. She took me up to Eagleville. And I say this a lot, like at work, like I, when I'm getting high or like when I'm down there homeless, like you don't look in the mirror, you know, you don't really see yourself. Um, unless you're like passing a store window and then I look away cause I don't want to see the fucking monster I become. Yeah. So she took me up to Eagleville detox and I'm sitting in the detox nodding down on her shoulder and she's like elbowing me right waking me up and I look up and what do I see on the TV but my homeless ass <laughs> face on the news <laughs> what a good time dude yeah and it was cool because I was like forced to see what I had become yeah dude that's nice dude you were Sick, not right? looking good in it I wasn't man. but then we became buds when you got sober, when you were in South Philly, you were being the king of South Philly. I was. And we hung out at uh, Connie's Rick Rack. Yeah, I did a show. show. You did a show. We were yeah. both on the same show. We hung out. Which I'm my wrong. favorite thing is doing stand-up comedy at hip-hop shows because it's just like, hey, I'm going to talk in this monotone voice for you. Yeah. And they're all like, shut the fuck up, please. Yeah. No, I remember you killed that, dude. Like, I brought a bunch of people from the recovery house and you were doing like pertaining to them material and they were like this dude's good yeah they're like this dude gets it. yeah <laughs> he, it's like he knows me I, I do a joke about calling the suicide hotline which is a true story and dude the first time i ever did stand up i did that joke because you only had three minutes and i did that one and i was leaving the bar that i was doing stand up at and some girl comedian i don't even know who she was it was the first time i did it which was about two years ago now i started mm -hmm. like two years ago in october and uh somebody was like uh they were like, hey, great joke about the suicide hotline. And I was like, great joke. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a joke. But uh, I remember I did it at Connie's Rick Rack and Rich's mom was there. And I was like, I was like, Gah! oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I know. But she gave me like an approving thumbs up. She was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. I never I, met her. Nicest woman. I met her, great, but like, too. I only met her twice, but super She's nice so woman. Great. I only met Rich like twice. Nice guy, too. He was great. Very man. talented man. One of the dude. best people. You know, all music or like music relations, bringing people together in the scene aside, like he was just a great dude. He would pick me up, man, and like I'd be on heroin and he would like still pick me up and bring me to shows and shit and just yeah. look out. I remember one time he was like, we were having a heart to heart in the car. And he was like, I can't keep picking you up, man. You're embarrassing me. Yeah. And he was driving me to City Hall. And he was like, all right, dude, this is it. He's like, go home, go to rehab. I can't pick you up anymore. And I got out. He was like, call me tomorrow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I got out of his car at City Hall and I stood up. I opened the door. I stood up and my phone slid out of my lap onto the ground into the sewer. And he oh. just looked at me and he's like, dude, how do you get luck like that? He's yeah. like, I've never met somebody. He thinks that's luck. Oh, unlucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you get bad luck like that? Yeah, that's terrible dude mm -hmm. that's bad stuff i, like, I man. guess i'm not gonna call you tomorrow yeah but you, <laughs> you turned it around you seem like you're doing all right right now dude you're doing pretty good man i got some stuff going on yeah i remember when i first met yeah bernard's that we talked about local hip-hop because a rapper i knew a rapper capo mm. who did the marston house freestyles jimmy yeah shout out to J i haven't talked to him in forever so yeah maybe he's watched do you think he watches this or no i mean I he mean, might i doubt it yeah, I mean, but if, if he, he did, does, that would be not, yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> but I remember that's how I got introduced to Marston House Freestyles. Yeah. And I started watching them. Marston and House one of my favorite ones is you and Corey, the mm -hmm. Bizzler. Biz is the man, too, dude. I've been rapping yeah. with that kid since I was like 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, Marston now House. I'm friends with both of you, which is weird because I'm like, I saw you on YouTube. It is strange how yeah. life uh, comes around like that. And now I, now I feel like I'm a staple at Marston House. I wasn't around for any of it. Yeah. But Steve is, I love Steve to death. I love Steve too, man. The whole reason I have a comedy special is because of mm -hmm. uh, Dumb Ugly recording there. Because he yeah. was like, I always wanted to do a comedy special. And then I was like, I'll do one, Perfect. I guess. Mm -hmm. And that was six months into comedy. And I was like, I'll try an hour for the very first time in front of people and film it. <laughs> which is very hard to do. Yeah, I think you did well. Hour and 12, dude. I remember, no listen, I remember when the special came out and you were asking me about it. You're like, so what do you think of the special? I was like, you know, like, uh, 
you were getting started at first. And I think, you know, a couple of minutes in, you really hit your stride and you were like, I'm pretty sure I hit my stride the whole time, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you want to know what I thought or do you yeah. just want me to tell you it's good? Yeah, just tell me it's good. <laughs> Appease me, dude. And that's it. Say it's a shame that you're not getting paid to do this. And How are you not famous yet? Yeah, how am I not famous That's yet? what you want to hear. I want the level of fame where I can like still walk into a mall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want like Brad Pitt fame where I walk into a mall and everyone's like, holy shit, it's Brad fucking Pitt. Yeah. I want to like walk into a mall and either no one recognize me or like maybe a couple like a group of people would be like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. You shop here? And I'm like, I'm from here, dude. Yeah, dude. And Let's people shop. be like, and that's crazy. And then you go crazy. on like a, a, mon- like a movie montage of you guys frolicking yeah. through the mall shopping. And then they chloroform me and kill me. That's sick. Dude. dude, that would be great. That would be sick. That's the level of fame I want, man. Yeah. I don't want to be famous famous. I just want to be... I don't even want the fame. I just want to not have my job I have now. Yeah. I so And I feel like stand-up comedy and doing a podcast is way... I don't want to say it's easy. No, but it's a good under the radar level of fame that dude, you could reach. It's just like a job to just, I fuck off all day. And mm-hmm. that's what I was meant to do, dude. The yeah, quarantine yeah. proved that. No disrespect to anybody that works in a restaurant or on a uh, construction site, but I refuse yeah. to do it. Ever I work again. in a restaurant and I don't blame you, dude. Yeah, but I mean, bartending, you're not like scrubbing dishes or fucking burning yourself with hot pans. Yeah. Which is better. But bartending, I get like a lot of dumb questions like they're my, especially when I'm not at work. Mm-hmm. Like people will be like, oh, do you make drinks? And I'm like, yeah, that's the job title, man. <laughs> I'm just standing back here, like, actually. They're like, do you know how to make a Cosmo? I'm like, yeah, literally I do it every day. They're like, do you know how to make it? I had to train bartender. I had to train managers and they have to go through every position in the restaurant. So they have to do the cooking, they have yeah, to yeah, yeah. wait tables. And when they get to the bar, dude. This one lady, she was a manager in training, and she made a milkshake, and she just put ice cream in the blender and hit blend, and it just started, and she, it, it was like a fucking blizzard at Dairy Queen, dude. <laughs> she held the blender upside down, and nothing was coming on. She was like, it's kind of, <laughs> she was like, it's kind of thick, don't you think? I was like, yeah, and she was like, am I supposed to put milk in this? I was like, it's in the name it's of the, the drink. first four letters of the actual. Yeah. yeah, but then I'll get like, they'll be like, well, what's in a gin and tonic? I'm like, <laughs> like gin and could you help me make Sonic. a rum and coke? Yeah, could, could you, you help me make a rum and coke? <laughs> I'm a little confused on the process of making a rum and coke. Yeah, it's, it's hard, man. Is it? Uh, it could be. It's really Depending not, on dude. who you are. A trained monkey in a bow tie could do my job. Are, yeah. Yeah. You kind of are a trained monkey in a bow tie, but you don't yeah, have a bow tie on. I, you could. I know. I got this lovely art history hoodie on. Yeah. Shout out to JP. Shout out to JP. Is that his name? Yeah. Big fan of his work. Never yeah, met man. him. He's uh, well. He's been around in the Philly hip hop scene forever. Yeah. Um, Rich wore a lot of art history. I remember he used to be at all the Tacony Billiard shows. Nice dude. They used to throw uh, a lot of underground hip hop shows there, which were just shit shows. Yeah. I remember. Did you get? Were, were they doing? Did you ever go to shows at Club HP? No. Where was no, that? I forget where it was, but I I was a kid and I was going to like punk rock shows there. Yeah. And. Then when I got sober, it was apparently like a sober club. And people Sounds were like, you remember awful. Club HP? I was like, I remember that. They were like, how do you know about that? Like, When you just drank coffee and do karaoke? Uh, yeah, I don't Is know. I just work? saw a couple bands there, dude. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's crazy. There was a place, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a sober venue that we played. Like me and Biz played yeah. when we were younger. And we were just mangled. And yeah, they were that's not happy. Move. Yeah, Why I remember, not, dude. Huh? Let people live, dude. Yeah, that's I'll the problem right now, with people dude. in AA. If there's a normal person around, they're like, "You're gonna die," and I'm like, "No." Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for some people because yeah. Josh um, drinks and smokes weed, man. And like, I'll yeah. never be like, "Don't," because he set people up for failure. Like, yeah, that. who cares if, if you're drinking you drink, and smoking you're gonna weed? Die. Imagine telling somebody that. Yeah, it's fucked up. But so Taconi Billiards, right? I. uh do you know who Tame One is? Mm-mm. All right, so Tame One is like one of my favorite underground rappers, and he was like my hero, right? Because I was I used to listen to nothing but like dust rap about like smoking PCP rap. Right? Great, it's, yeah, it's great. great. It's good stuff. stuff. It, it'll drive you insane. Um, so we booked him at Taconi Billiards, and uh, I was just a kid, man, and I was like, 
I'm going to open up for one of my heroes. I'm so excited. And I sent him a message on Facebook and I was like, yo man, I'm like kind of putting this show together. If you need anything, let me know. And I sent this like long paragraph about how I'm such a big fan. And he just typed back in all caps, in all caps, Coke, diesel, Xanax. And my dreams were just crushed right away. Sherm sticks. Don't meet your heroes, man. Yeah. Don't meet your heroes. It's bad, dude. It's never a good thing to meet your heroes, dude. Except when I meet up with you, dude. That is oh, just great. Man. <laughs> That's great, dude. I remember you were talking about a good good friend of the podcast, the most mentioned dude on the podcast who has yet to be on the podcast, uh, Nate Santiago. Oh, man. He's People are anticipating the small following, and by small, I mean gigantic following we have here. Yeah. People like will bring up and they're like, I mean, we only have one episode out now because we just keep having technical difficulties. Yeah. But we're doing great. We are. <laughs> we're off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Only, only one was yeah, only one was a technical difficulty. The other one was going to be a redo, and the other one, I guess, had a panic attack and just left. The the pressure when the lights yeah, go when on. when the lights go on. Rumble. I think it's a good lesson. I like doing this podcast because, hey, it's a podcast about nothing, mm-hmm. which is great. Which dude. worked for Seinfeld really well. Yeah, it worked for Seinfeld real well, and I had a couple people... Who were like, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, it's not about anything. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, is it a comedy podcast? You do comedy. I'm like, if it's funny, that's great. But yeah. also, if not, maybe you just enjoy listening to the sound of my monotone voice. But uh, one of my favorite podcasts is called History of Hyenas. Mm-hmm. History Hyenas, not of. Yeah. And uh, two words. They're supposed to break down history. And like 40 minutes of it is uh, this comedian, Chris Stefano and Giannis Pappas. They're great, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it's just them like, it's just the dude Chris, like he's like he's like I'm gay, but I'm not gay, and then yeah. and that's something that speaks my language because I'm like, do you know how many people a day I tell I'm gay to, yeah. and I'm not? Yeah. So you sent me a snap on the way here on Snapchat. A yeah, snap, me singing the starting the line, starting line, and it, it said I'm gay with, with multiple Y's, with like multiple five Y's, or six. Yeah. And I was like, classic Joe. Yeah, because deep down I'm just a pop punk emo kid, dude. I love that about you. I love it, dude. Yeah. I refuse to change. I mean, why would you? Well, I believe that when they're like, whatever age you started doing drugs at, that's like where your maturity level stays mm-hmm. at. Yeah, and no, the longer you sure. stay sober. So, like, I think I started drinking when I was like 14. I didn't really start doing drugs till I was 18, dude. I was like a late bloomer, afraid of life. And then 18 to when I got sober at 24, yeah. I was just going yard out. Yeah. So, a lot of things of the drug scene, like, I just, I did things for the experience, but it just, like, wasn't my scene. Like, I wasn't a big Kensington guy. I felt more safe in the suburbs. So, I did Kensington yeah. for, like, like, I, I smoked crack once for, like, three months. <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> the typical joke. And, uh, yeah. and that, I was just, like, down there. But I wasn't homeless, but I thought I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I watched too much of The Wire, and I was smoking too much dust and smoking too much crack. And I was like, I'm about this life, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. No. And I remember I was eating out of like dumpsters. I was eating a donut out of a dumpster with a bunch of other homeless. A bunch of the homeless. Of the homeless. Of the homeless. And I was just sitting there and the sun started to creep up and I was just fucking rocked out of my mind. This ain't for me. And, well, the sun started creeping up and I reached into my pocket and I went, and everyone's just like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I got to get to work, man. This is bad. <laughs> and they're like, you just eating out of a dumpster with us. And I was like, I know. I have a pantry full of food. It was a terrible idea. I got to get home. I got to I get to Applebee's. I just want to be one of you. Yeah. Dude, I remember when I first went down there and being like, I'll never be one of these people. Yeah. And just looking at them with such disgust. Yeah. And then I became one of them and I was still better then. Yeah. People, <laughs> people would be like, can I use your stem? And I'd be like, me smoke crack how dare you yeah, I, how dare you insult I'm me like that strictly heroin over yeah, here buddy and then i smoke crack for two years yeah that. yeah I, dude it's great times but i always got annoyed because you sit in rehab and like fucking people know north philly too well like kensington just like the street intersections yeah because i remember i was just bullshit and i was like i don't know like fucking seeing cambria and like fucking one fucking rocket scientist like they don't even intersect you don't know what you're talking about i'm like you're more of a loser for knowing every street (laughs) down there dude i got this this one kid that i was homeless with that'll like come into the rehab i work at and he'll just come up to me randomly and whisper in my ear. And be like, I've never seen any of these motherfuckers down there. Yeah. And I'll just be like, all right. Do you feel good about yourself? <laughs> hey, either way, you ended up in the same thing. Dude. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is weird. I, I don't know. It was weird. Drugs were just weird because I was more of an upper guy, but I just loved doing opiates. Mm-hmm. 
I just liked being a drug addict. Yeah. It wasn't even about like which drug I was doing. I just liked being that dude. Yeah. I mean, I shot for that. Like I wanted to be that dude. Like my dad was a drug addict the same way that I was all the music I listened to all the movies I loved. So I look like people will come to AA and be like, this wasn't the plan, yeah. you know, but like, it was my plan. It was was going to be the greatest of all time at shooting drugs. Dude, and, and I made it. Here you did make it. You are legendary. Because <laughs> uh, I was talking to Johnny Butler about it, and we were just talking about people getting sober, and it's like, no one really cares. You know what I mean? No. That's what jo- uh, Joe LaRusso, shout out Crusty Joe. And Krusty. He told me right after I got my year, he's like, this is where you really make it. Once you realize that nobody gives a yeah, fuck no that one you're gives sober. A fuck. But people cared for you. It was like yeah, a thing. Because I was first. on Facebook, which is the dying platform. But who cares? I still love yeah. Facebook. I'll ride it into the fucking Yeah. Track. But like you had like 10,000 likes on your year. And dude. I was like, 10,000? Dude, this dude went viral off of staying sober. I and really it's like, did. It's like, if he can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. And now I just have all these horrible like recovery people, friends with me on my Facebook yeah. that are going to see me say that now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I just accepted because I got like fucking 1,000 friend requests quest when that yeah. shit went viral and i was just like now they're just all still there watching me do normal shit yeah and they're I, just like i thought you were a miracle i thought you were this recovery superstar i'm like no i just i got a pumpkin spice cold brew today dude i always love when in uh, a meetings they're like oh, in five years you won't believe where you're at and dude i remember when i had five years and i was like doing i just started doing comedy i was like i think i don't want to work at applebee's anymore yeah and i still live at home and like now we're at seven mm-hmm and I still live at home with my parents and still work at Applebee's and I'm doing phenomenal. Yeah. It's great. Dude, I just moved back in with my mom. Dude, it's, it's Why not? great, dude. I was super like like uh fucked up in the head about it. I was like, I'm going backwards. I'm yeah. taking steps backwards. But like I'm working towards something greater. And you're in the same boat. You're yeah. trying to do this and I'm trying to get the studio work and I'm trying to make music again. So like if I cannot have eight hundred dollars in rent a month for an apartment that I sit and cry by myself in. I, well, I'm with that. it all depends because like people are like, see, people will project onto you what they don't like about themselves. Yes. Like fucking people will just like constantly with me. They're like, aren't you embarrassed still living at home with them? I was like, dude, my mom and dad are the coolest people ever. Great. They're so easy to live with. And in the height of your viral sobriety, you were at my house and it's the first time you met my mom and dad. Yeah. And I was like, mom, this smiles. He has six months sober. And I had six years at the time. And my mom's like, that's not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet she you she said Thank come you. back when you got six like him yeah see you so my see mom chumped you dude years. you were on cloud nine thinking you were the king shit of fuck mountain i was and then i thought my, i was then my mother just shot you down she just chopped me down and dude. she was just like get six years i, I appreciate her for that though yeah, because dude. it humbled me <laughs> did it no i posted a picture of that day today too what was that day was that when we got ice cream Nah, that was, oh, that when, was we, when we went to Zoomies. When we went to Zoomies and we saw the crust, man. Yeah, Who's going to pinch hit for you today, dude? I know. Because we're a wild podcast with you never no know set what's schedule. Happen. Absolutely, dude. I like it, too. Davron keeps me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And I feel me and Davron, I don't know. I won't speak for Davron. I know how I have the issue of, like, I'll call him and I feel like I'm just putting him out so bad. And I'm like, hey, can we just, can we maybe do, I, like, hate to ask to do something yeah i'm the same way (laughs) that we're all on board with doing and i'm like i'm like dude like if someone came up to me and was like tomorrow was like hey heard the podcast of it i'm like it's all davron like i don't even take any credit credit. for it i'm just like i'm like i don't do anything i just sit here and talk like an idiot yeah i would do the same shit with rob though because uh rob is so like talented with music and people will be like yo i love that song you guys put out and be like yeah rob plays 10 instruments he's yeah it's all all right I'm just high there. Yeah. You know? I'm just doing heroin. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was sick. Are you on heroin or something? No, not anymore, man. It's dude. almost two on Sunday, two years since I've done Sunday, heroin. two years? Yeah, man. You'll have two years sober on Sunday? Yeah, man. Wow, dude. Isn't that crazy? I thought it was longer, to be honest with you. You that thought I'd been sober longer or it would be longer until? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> no, I thought you had more than two years. Oh, no, dude. It's or I thought you had two soon. years already. No, this Sunday. See, that's what happens the longer I have time, dude. Yeah. Is I see people get sober. And some people, it's like the next week, it seems like they have a year. And I'm like, damn, already? Mm -hmm. And then some people just, 
never get to six years like your mom wanted me to. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not that. Like, they get to a year, but it just feels so long. And I'm like, you don't have a year yet? What's wrong with you? Yeah, speed it up, dude. What's going on with time? Not what's wrong with you. What's time wrong with time yeah slowing down it's, it's linear Infinite. man i don't know is it i don't know i have no I idea know. i'm yeah. fucking dumb as a box of rocks <laughs> but uh where was i gonna i was gonna say something and i already forgot yeah who knows? we're on the fucking roll dude we are dude we're killing it we're buds man yeah. this is a celebration of our friendship dude this is a celebration of friendship and i'm, I'm happy to be, to be here. here oh so you were talking about joe like i'm it's bittersweet like i love the fact that i got a chance to come down and do the podcast today but i would have loved to see joe on it and yeah. i'll see him on it soon i'm sure he's such a supportive dude oh man and i don't even know joe like that like i know joe and we're yeah. friends but like we've only hung out a handful of times and he just everything i do music wise he's like reposted on instagram hits me up yo i love that i'm so yeah. proud like you know what i mean it's i haven't sick. even known him for that long but this is what happened dude uh this girl i was talking to was real good friends with him and she ended up like we made out like twice. And I was like, dude, I have such commitment issues. And I'm like, I can't do it. Third dude. time would be too much. All because when I had a year sober and I cry about this a lot and everyone's like, quit crying about it. It wasn't even like a real relationship, which granted, probably. But I had like a year sober, so I didn't know what love was. Mm -hmm. So I met a girl when I had a year and a day because they were like, hey, don't date anyone in the first year. And so my genius idea was like, I'll wait for a year and a day. And I found and out. Gone. If you're not ready at day 364, 366 really isn't that special. It's not going to change anything. Yeah. So I met a girl. She had 90 days and everyone in AA like gave me anxiety shame about you. it. Did they shame you? Well, because I was going to a lot of men's meetings and they're like, dude, first off, it was like just unreasonable requests. They're like, well, what do you guys like about each other? I was like, I don't know. We like the same movies and like the same kind of music and she's funny and she's cute. Yeah. And they're like, that's not enough. I'm like, I don't know what more you want from what me then. It? You got to be like a, a kidney match for the Yeah, exactly. But uh, so like we kind of, I don't know. We were like hooking up. We were doing stuff to each other for yeah, a little bit. Tight. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it, dude. And like I panicked about it. Because I told her, I was like, commitment spooks me. So she got mad at me. Then we didn't talk. Then like six months later or something, we ran into each other again. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I remember it was her birthday. We hung out and she slept over. Then I didn't hear from her for a week. Then like I, her, her like sister got sober and was like, uh, I was like, oh, you're her sister, aren't you? And she was like, yeah. I'm so happy for her. She just got engaged. I was like, excuse me, dude. So I got dumped and she Six got engaged. Six months later? Well, I got like dumped and like the next week she got engaged. I was like, wow, that's that cold hurts, blooded. Dude. Yeah. That hurts. So I started talking to this How other. How did you stay sober through that, dude? I cried about it in meetings all the time. <laughs> People were like, it wasn't even a real relationship. And I was yeah. like, I was like, I don't care. I don't know what love is. Yeah. And so finally, I, my buddy, uh, my buddy Dan and his girl, like lived together and they had a roommate and I was feeling the roommate and we made out like once or twice and I was like, ah, oh, she's cool. Yeah. And it's these commitment issues yet again, dude. And I remember like we hung out like maybe like two, three times, like in the span of a week. And she was like, I'm just too emotionally damaged for this. And she broke it off yeah, like that quick. So I was real annoyed the whole time, but I met Joe through her. Mm hmm. So I kept telling Joe. I forgot I, where this was going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at a point, dude, I had to yeah. set up one story to set up another story, dude. And uh, so me and Joe became buddies, and I kept telling him, I won you in the divorce. Mm. That's sick. Yeah, then I kept making jokes that I was going to steal her cat. Did you ever steal the cat? No, but I kept calling myself a cat burglar, which I thought was like real dad joke and amusing. Yeah. And people were like, please stop saying that. And I was like, it's <laughs> one's great. not landing. Can you stop <laughs> yeah. trying it? I'm like, no, but you get a cat burglar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of cats. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's the most fun we ever had. Nah, it's probably not the most fun, but I just love laughing with friends. What, Heroin Cat at the Gym? Yeah, dude. Funny story about Heroin Cat at the Gym. Heroin and she Cat. She introduced... What did I say? Heroin Cat at the Gym. Heroin I was just reiterating what you yeah, said. Funny story about Heroin Cat at the Gym. She actually introduced me to heroin and ruined my life. Dude. And every time I talk to her, she's like, you don't blame me for being on heroin, do you? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And she's going to hear this and message both of us and say, you both got Good a lot of nerve. she's nerd. blocked on Facebook. Oh, nice. You That's know? great, dude. Yeah. We're just airing it out, dude. You got it, man. Yeah. What am I going to fucking not? I don't even know if I'm friends with her uh, on knows? Facebook. So I have to be because she was posting selfies with cat ears. And this is what we thought was so funny. Yeah. Because we just kept 
I wrote a comment. I said, what, are you a cat or something? And then <laughs> you replied with just a bunch of laughing faces. Dude. But we were in the same room doing yeah. it together. Oh, it's so good. Then she would do gym videos where she was clearly high on heroin, which I till this day will never understand. I know a heroin. couple people who just shoot heroin and they're like, it's time to go get our pump on. Yeah. And they just go to the gym. And it just I, care, I care about my physical health enough to go to the gym, but not enough to not shoot heroin before I go there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, this is what dude, this is what a junkie I am. I remember before I dropped out of college, I went to Bucks County Community College, main campus. I'm not mm-hmm. bragging or anything. Nah, I'm just okay. a very educated man. I got a GED, it's fine. Oh, you got a GED? Yeah. Another gifts reason, of sobriety. Another dude. reason I'm better than you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> another reason I'm better than you. <laughs> just rack them up. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Yeah. But uh I remember I was in a psychology class and like we were talking about drugs, so like I knew everything, you know what I mean? Mm. I do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. I remember I told. Do a case study I remember I told the psychology teacher who has her like doctorate or some shit, and they were like talking about like how heroin's the worst drug for you, and I was like, actually, it's technically the healthiest drug you can do for you. It just has the highest addictive rate, which mm-hmm. leads to a lot of complications. And she was like, "That's not right at all." I'm like, "No, nah, it's pretty right, dude." I heard it in rehab. How could it not be? It, <laughs> it also preserves you, which I also heard in rehab. Yeah. Yeah. It's either you do heroin or you're black and you're preserved forever. And black yeah. dudes who do heroin are they look like they're ten. Never. Yeah, they'll yeah. never they'll never age. I was in rehab with a dude who was like seventy two and I was like I was like, How old are you? And he said like, cause, Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I thought he was like thirty seven the whole time and I was like, Wow, man. Yeah. I was like, I, black don't crack. How about that? It doesn't. He was doing great. <laughs> I got all my teeth for someone who smoked a lot of crack, which I'm impressed with. I have with. all my front teeth. Yeah. So it's so back ones to are other gone. people. Yeah. So other people, I, I have all my teeth, and yeah. that's all that matters is the outside appearance. My backs, my back teeth are usually in excruciating pain whenever I wake up. Mm. But I think I'm, I think I'm good now because what I would do every day, I would take an Advil all day. But I've been having crazy heartburn because I'm getting old. Thirty-one, man, going to be thirty-two <sighs> next month. It's over for me. Yeah, it's all downhill. You know what I mean? I've been doing been comedy downhill. for two years, and I'm not headlining arenas yet, dude. It's bad. It's going. <laughs> I mean, hopefully this podcast Dude, will be the, the platform, the the springboard that launches you into superstardom. Or not superstardom, just enough fame to be able to shop at the mall. Yeah, I just want to be able to shop at the mall still. <laughs> I want to get groceries if I even did grocery shopping, but my mom takes care of me too much, so that's be good. What do you got in the fridge right now? What is your go-to snack? I like... I, I bounce like a sweet treat. Yeah, which I got into an argument with Zach Blute about today because we were talking about sweet treats when Billy was on here, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "I started sweet treat," and I was like, "I don't know. I think me and Nate would say." He's like, "But Nate got it from me," which is always annoying to deal with those things. Like maybe he did, and I'll give him the credit. I don't care, but it's always annoying when someone's like takes like a basic term. Yeah, he's gatekeeping. He's gatekeeping sweet treats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sweet treats. uh, Lately, it's. Dude, I go in waves of it. I'm big cereal at night guy. Yeah, it's because I found out like I'll eat something that just fucks with my chest and gives me heartburn. Damn, so I don't. This is a real issue for you right now. Yeah, well, it all started like two weeks ago. Uh, they brought like breakfast food into my work, Oof. and I ate like a bunch of like well done scrapple pork roll and sausage, and it like just lodged. It wasn't even like heartburn. Like I felt like my chest tight, and I was like, "This is it, dude." <laughs> I'm too young to be having a heart attack, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know you're. And on for your like way. a week, I was fucked up. I've been good lately, but uh late at night the cereal because of the milk mm-hmm. but it cereal uses. i'm like weird i'm weird with cereal i'll go through phases of cereal then it's like just sitting in the house for a while and i don't even want it like right yeah. now i have oreos Ooh, classic yeah Stop i making like them oops for- all berries you're an oops all berries guy yeah man yeah i like tricks a lot uh but i don't have those right now corn pops are my go-to right now corn pops. i like something kind of basic yeah sugar smacks yeah, I like sugar smacks. Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. Yeah. I'm big. Uh, you know what people think's weird? I like like just plain Cheerios. I love Honey Nut Cheerios, but we just always have plain Cheerios at my house, and I do not mind them at all. And people are like, are you a cereal killer? Well, I'm like, it's just Cheerios. Listen, Honey Nut Cheerios is great for the heart problems you're having, man. It's going to keep your yeah. cholesterol Well, I just down. have regular che- Cheerios. I don't have oh, Honey so Nut. Do they do the same thing for your yeah, heart? Yeah, I think so. They're real good for you. Okay, good. Make my, sure you eat my dad eats a bowl every day. Yeah. Is that how he's... Strong and healthy? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, commitment issues, right? You said, I was, yeah, I'm terrible with them, dude. I have, 
and I have I'll, commitment I'm, issues, but I also have tattoos on my face. Yeah, well, I'm covered in tattoos, dude. So it kind of different. Like it's like. But you can put a hoodie on. Do yeah, you, I can are put your a hoodie hands. On. You got hands? Nah, my hands are free. I want to get my knuckles done. I want to get carefree on my knuckles. Oh, that's cute. <clears throat> and I keep telling my mom, and she was like, "Absolutely not." Mm-hmm. I was waiting for my grandma to die to do it, and now she's dead. I remember you telling me that? Yeah. Yeah. Now she's dead. Okay. She didn't know I had tattoos the whole time. I know, yeah. I would wear sweaters in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, I would wear this in fucking July, 90-degree weather. Yeah. And she she didn't speak English, so it's like, I thought that would kill her. Mm-hmm. But then she started losing her mind a little bit, so she saw that I had tattoos, but, it, like, it just never registered register, with her. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I don't even know who you are half the time. Mm-hmm. So, what I wanted to do, I want to get carefree on my knuckles. I want to get my, I don't want my neck, I don't want my face done. Yeah. But I want my hands done. Yeah. And my mom said, absolutely not. Do you know what my mom told me when I got my face tattooed? Did I tell you this? No, nah, what'd she tell you? I showed up to the diner. I was living in, was I living in a recovery house? No, I just moved out of the recovery house. Yeah. And I showed up to have lunch with her at the diner. And she saw that I had a tattoo on my face. And she said, oh my God, as long as you're not dating that girl, I don't yeah. care what you do. <laughs> Dude, I need that in my life. I need yeah. a train wreck that my mom's like, I don't care. As you long as I one in the past. I feel mm. like we all do. Nah, not really. I never been a big relationship good guy, dude. They just spook me too much, dude. Then mm. I just fucking. But I'll like get close to the the, the the idea of it, and I'll like warm up, dude. And then I just start having panic attacks, and I'm like, I can't, you know. I'm very wishy washy with it, dude. You'll get there, dude. Because I'm frightened I of everything. Me too. I'm scared of. Uh, I just don't outwardly show it. I try. I've learned. It was yeah. like a survival tactic to not show people that I was mortified. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, I just tell people, people straight up, dude. You see people get shot in the I'm face. I'm like, I have severe issues over this stuff, so. Yeah, you, I mean, that's always good. Just be honest from the gate. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm a train wreck, dude. Yeah. But, uh. And I also don't do anything, so I feel like I'm boring, dude. You so do a I lot just, of stuff, dude. You do comedy. You got really cool friends. You got a podcast yeah, going. I like doing, like, solo years. stuff. Like, comedy, I can just, like, do. Like, no one wants to come with me. I always ask you to come with you, but it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. People do, but in my head, I just think they don't really want to come. Yeah. And it's just the thing I have. Yeah. I wish I didn't have a job because I would do stuff. I would do much more stuff. Me neither, dude. When are you quitting uh, the fine establishment you work for now? As soon as like Bill Burr gets a hold of this and he's like, hey, we'd love to put you on all things comedy. Yeah. And I'd be like, thanks, Mr. Burr. That's crazy. But I don't know how to get a hold of him. I don't think he's a social. He just did Saturday Night Live. He's not a social media guy, though. He has it, but I don't think he's like into it. Yeah, he don't give a fuck, dude. What is he like? Fifty two. Well, he's, he's just like living his life. Yeah, his he's killing it. He's one of the best stand up comedians ever, dude. Mm. Uh, I'll quit right now. Yeah, he just did Saturday Night Live, and he was just making fun of woke people, and I was like, "That's great." Yeah. Good for you, dude. Mm-hmm. He's the man, dude. Yeah. You do got to watch it. It was pretty good. I only watch his monologue because it's Saturday Night Live. It's really not that. I shouldn't even say it's not great because who the fuck am I? It's like, hey, you're doing a podcast in Northeast Philadelphia. If Saturday Night Live called me right now, I'd be like, I'm there, man. Yeah, I'll be there. Am I? Absolutely. I always feel rude criticizing. It's subjective. Because it always always comes back to like they're professionals doing this stuff. You know what I mean? Well, people are scared to say anything about anybody's art. Because you're going to get labeled as, oh, he's just a hater. You know what I mean? And that's the worst thing that has happened to artists and musicians in a long time. Is that people that are fucking awful and not talented will make something, right? And they'll put it out to the world. And people will be like, this sucks. And they'll just use the, oh, you're just a hater. Yeah. And they'll never find out that they're really, truly bad. Yeah, Mark used to always tell me, because, listen, I agree with what you're saying, but for some reason it comes to me, I have, like, a handful of people who will just, like, on social media, like, just openly be like, you're tough, because I used to do music, and people are like, you're fucking terrible, give it up, dude. Yeah. And even when I started doing comedy, people are like, go fuck yourselves, dude. Like, uh, someone bought up the other day, dude, it's been getting bought up a lot. I used to do the AA reviews, like, Mm -hmm. the Barstool Pizza reviews. Yeah, I remember there was one, they didn't keep going. I did, too. And the second one, people got fucking pissed off. They were like, they were like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, they were like, wow, real cool dude making fun of AA. I'm like, this place saved my life. How yeah, dare I'm you? like, no, listen, it, it saved my life too. But when I was nearly sober and I saw someone doing that, I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll stick around. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's all about like the the thing that I should try to show people new in AA now is that just like you don't have to be a fucking loser and a lame. 
to be here. Yeah, you know? dude. And that was cool, like about meeting people like you and Joe and Nate, and you know what I mean. Just being like, you guys are still pretty cool. Yeah. And you stop doing drugs. Yeah, we just try to pal around a lot, dude. Yeah. That's what life's about—just palling around and being buds. It is. The Ooh. connection, man. The connection yeah. with other other people. Yeah, but doing anything artistic is like nerve wracking for me because, like, I'll post it and people are just like, "Fuck yourself." Yeah. It's hard. Which is good that I get that rejection and I'm a nobody right now. And people mm-hmm. are just like, I fucking no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, clearly you don't like me for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> and that's super, fine. It's super hard for me too, because like coming up around so many talented like musicians. Yeah. Like I, I don't know anything about music. You know, right. I'm just like trying to learn things about music, like how to make myself better, like producing and rapping and stuff. And, uh, I just compare myself to like Rob D, which is like an insane comparison yeah, to say, to try to compare yourself to somebody who's been doing it since they were a fucking knee high. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you people know. are just killing it, dude. Mm. It's crazy. But people are going to like it. Like somebody's going to like what you're yeah, doing. Some people. If you make, what I think you there's make, a lot more people who like what I'm doing than the fucking, but I'll just focus on the negative because that's just how my brain works. I'm like, wow, I agree. how do I get this person to like me? Yeah. Somebody, somebody called me uh, recently, some girl in AA, I was like, I made a joke about her and she's like, you're a joke. And I was like, and I've held on to it till this day, a yeah. year later. That's you know? right. Cause you are a joke, dude. I, <laughs> no, yeah. <I'm> just <laughs> Thanks Joe. Yeah, who cares, dude? Who cares? Yeah. See the hardest thing for me. And I do a great job of it is not responding to people like that. Cause I'm just like, what's the point? Cause it won't accomplish anything. Not changing anyone's mind. Yeah. It's not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember you're when terrible. I- give it up. I'm like, I just like fucking thumbs up it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. thank you for your feedback. Dude, the best is like me and my friends, like in early, early, early sobriety, we would like go get tattoos or like go to a rap show yeah. or like our beliefs don't line up with other people's and they'd be like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know where all those people are that told me I was doing it wrong? Yeah. They're homeless, not around. Homeless, on drugs, not around, not doing anything. Yeah. I think it comes to a point where people take too much stock in what other people are doing yeah. and it's like. Hey, we're in this together. Yeah. In life. Go not have just fun. Because listen, this is shit. the thing, dude. AA, sobriety, it's just people are getting younger and younger now. Like mm-hmm. I was 24 when I got sober, yeah. dude. That's young. It is. I retired from drinking at 24. Some people Shoot. don't like realize until their 30s, 40s, dude. Which it's, you live a long, miserable life. And my life wasn't really, like it was miserable for a couple of years. But it's just like, it wasn't as bad as other people. Which thank God, because like fucking, I know. <laughs> Not saying anything. I know people like you who were just out there doing it. You know what I mean? And like, it never got that bad for me. And yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm too pampered for that. Yeah. And dude, you just got to learn how to like, uh, let people make mistakes. Like my sponsor was the coolest dude. He's dead. Yeah, rest, in peace. rest in peace. I picked the oldest dude in AA and I was like, he'll clearly, I can tell him my secrets he cause he'll die soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he died with 42 years sober. And I think like at his viewing and this was such like a Jimmy Harrington move, which was my sponsor mm. was to add like extra time on. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's just so much. It's like, who cares at this point? You know what I mean? <laughs> just keep it going. Like we'd be five months away and he'd have like 39 years sober. And he's like, I got 41 years sober. And it's like, yeah, who cares at this point? <laughs> Of course you do. But I think at his viewing, they were like, he had 47 years sober. And I was like, I think they tacked on an extra five years. <laughs> good for him, though, man. Yeah, who cares? Who's but gonna, he never told Who's going to question that yeah, at the viewing? But he was like a good, like, uh, never told me I was doing anything wrong. Like, let me make mistakes kind of guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. My sponsor was the complete opposite. Yeah. He just called me a loser. And yeah. I would be like, yo, I got, I'm really happy about where I'm at. And, you know, in my sobriety, I feel really good. I got this going on. I just got this new job. I got my license. I got a car. And he'd be like, you live in a fucking recovery house. You fucking loser. Yeah. Which I needed because I, my ego is way up here, you know? So I needed Dude, to be chopped down a little. I miss recovery house living. It was great. I man. only did that for like five months and I was out, dude. I did 11 months. And my parents used to not like tattoos at all, dude. They were big, like no tattoos in my mm-hmm. lifetime under this roof. So I got my first tattoo in the recovery house. And I remember I had like 60 days sober or something mm. or 90. Who yeah. knows, dude? And I got my whole body like covered in like a year. That's I was amazing. like about it, dude. I and tattooed that, my face with like nine months sober. Dude, see, those care. are the moves we all need. Who cares anymore, yeah. dude? But uh, I remember I got the, my tattoos. And I think like 
a good chunk of this arm was like done. And I was like, I'm moving out of this recovery house. Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're all going to die. You're going to die if you leave here. And yeah. I'm like the only one alive still, mm-hmm. which goes to show you something. It's not like a look at me. I did it. It's just like, we all just need to mind our own business and be there for each other. That's what it comes down to. And it's so uh, true, man. nobody likes, I told you so, especially when you're in the fragile state of getting sober. It's just like, just let me fucking vent and mm-hmm. I'll be okay. Yeah, you got to let people come to their own conclusions. Yeah. Like, if I tell you you did something wrong, you're going to be like, no, fuck, I didn't. I just yeah. know but if you do something wrong and I'm like, ah, yeah. ah and let yourself be like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, then I, you could actually. Yeah, I screwed the pooch on that yeah, one. Possibly. So I remember I had 60 days sober or whatever it was. And I remember I said, I'm either going to start working out and get ripped yeah. or get tattoos. So, so I got tattoos because I have a toddler's body. <laughs> And then I moved back home and now I'm on the pursuit of trying to get my knuckles tattooed and my mom's very against it. But like yet again, we're at a point to do peel them off. You know, I don't want to let her down. Uh, They do a lot for me. She's a great woman. I yeah. But also I tried like breaking it down. I'm like, listen, my whole body's already tattooed. Mm -hmm. And also we all know I'm not getting a fortune 500 job. Like I'm not going to be a nurse. No, not at all. I'm pretty dead set on doing this, which is very, very long shot. Bold. So I, need, <laughs> so I need people to start listening to this and liking my stand-up comedy so I can get my knuckles tattooed. And it sounds like a dumb reason to be successful, but I just want to have my knuckles tattooed. I support it, man. Thanks, man. I definitely support you and all your endeavors. I tried telling her I think it will push me to be a great stand-up comedian. Yeah, you I don't commit. even want to be a great stand-up comedian. You just want to... I want to be an okay, above-average stand-up comedian. Famous enough to go to the mall. That's yeah, all. I want to be famous enough to go to the mall, dude. That's it. But so if you get Brad Pitt famous, you might be able to shut the whole mall down. I don't want that, no. Yeah, because you need to make fun of people. You need to be. Yeah. When me and Josh, you know, have you met Josh? The other, the, my uh, my friend who's the partner at the studio. back in the day through like so, the local music scene. Yeah. So when we go to the mall, he'll tell people no autographs because he has about 15 tattoos on his face now. And we were at Franklin Mills the other day, or not the other day. Every day is the other day to me, whether it was a year ago or yeah. 10 years ago. Same philosophy in stand-up com- yeah. comedy. So You they, tell a story that happened years ago, and you're like, the other day, me and my buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this happened six months ago, though. They uh, So we're walking through uh, Franklin Mills, and somebody goes, yo, face tattoo little dicky. <laughs> and it's like, that's where you're at, bud. That's, yeah. that's, that's what you get. Yeah, why not, dude? I'll, listen, I'll be face tattoo little dicky. Little dicky's the man, dude. He's doing better than me. He's got bars, dude. His show was great. His show did was you really watch the good. Show? Yeah, I loved so it. So fucking good, man. He did that whole concept song of him going to prison, and I thought it was the most outrageous. <laughs> I was surprised because of how like pussified the whole country is that yeah. like they were allowed to do that joke, dude. And he drug it out too. Like yeah. it was like the first ten. It minutes kept of going the on, dude. And then I tried telling a good friend, Mark, who's usually here. Yeah. Miss him tonight. Yeah, Mark, I tried tell I tried telling him to watch it, but he's like got a kid yeah. engaged. I'm yeah. like, dude, you need to watch stuff. Be a carefree child like me. And he's like, I can't watch stuff. We got to talk about stuff, dude. Like, watch yeah. it so I can converse with you about it. Yeah, because that's all I got going on in my life. I'm like, did you watch this? Can we talk about it? There's no substance to me at all. <laughs> Just a collection of the TV shows that I've watched and the music yeah. that I've listened to. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Scrubs? Because I've seen it a zillion times. So you can do it. Scrubs, you're Scrub. all in on Scrubs. Every big episode. Scrubs guy. I haven't watched it. In a I while. love it. I mean, it's great. I'm a big new girl. Every night before I go to bed, I need to sleep with the TV on because if not, my brain just starts going, and I'm like, everyone's gonna die next week. Yeah, and I'll be depressed about it. So my, I need the TV on. Yeah, my, I'm a failure. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to this podcast. I'm yeah. trash at stand up comedy. I'm not gonna figure anything out. Uh, I don't want to lose my hair. All these That's ex- a very, very, yeah, very scary all, one. All these anxieties just plague me at night. Mm-hmm. So I need to sleep so with the TV girl. on. So new girl. So new girl every night. In the background. Yeah. It's very a funny show. The- one of the most underrated shows, I think, in the world. I haven't seen it, but I'll it's, have to check it out. It's very funny. I just rewatched um Avatar The Last Airbender. Great. Which is incredible have you ever watched the follow-up series uh the legend of korra i didn't watch it, it dude i was like so i loved avatar the last airbender so much when i was a kid that i was like i'm never watching yeah that night but it was so good dude i like too many weird things like in a culmination like i like especially when it comes to entertainment i like too many weird things that just make no sense like yeah i love sports 
which yeah. is and weird because people look at me and they're like, you never even seen a football before. There's no way. Yeah. And I love, I love the NFL. Mm-hmm. Big NBA guy, big baseball guy, hockey guy. You know what I mean? But love the NFL. Mm-hmm. favorite time of the year is football season dude but i watch so much anime and i'm just like I, I feel like these things don't go together yeah, but who cares dude? mixed with a lot of new girl in between yeah it's like nfl anime new girl yeah. repeat yeah and that's it and i'm happy with it yeah i love so like i love anime but i don't get too deep into it i love the ones that i like i really really like yeah like i've seen akira like a thousand times yeah well that's just a one and done you can just redo it a yeah. million times but then there's there's some that just have like eight thousand episodes, and I don't have the commitment. Yeah, for that. I'm big eight thousand episodes guy. Yeah. It just kills time, dude. Anything to stop. I get depressed anything when I'm done a show. <laughs> yeah, anything to stop the voice. Do you sleep with the TV on? I don't. No. No, my girlfriend does though, and it is a struggle. You turn it down though, you know. Happy medium volume. Mm, no, you're not willing to compromise. I don't get how people do it without. So I need a fan. I need what that noise. I hear a lot. I need white noise. I just don't get people who are just like, it's time for bed now. And they just shut their eyes. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How do you I do can't. It's not as bright as this light that's a shining. Spotlight? In. You put a spotlight. Well, this is what I do. I turn oh, the, the TV. T- yeah. Let me explain my sleeping situation, okay, dude. I barely make it. I know for a fact, I don't even make it through an episode of whatever I put on it. Dude. Yeah. Especially if I'm trying to watch something before I go to bed, like downstairs before I go to my actual bed and I really want to watch something, I'm out instantly into it, dude. Yeah. If it's around 10 o'clock and I put something on that I really want to watch, I'm out. But mm-hmm. this is what I do. I put the TV on and I face the other way completely. I just need to uh, know it's so you're on. Not doing, the, the light is not hitting you. It's just the sound. Yeah. And I got it like in the back of my head, the light. So Am I get, afraid of the dark? Is that what it be. is? You <laughs> might be. Or just afraid of being alone. Yeah. Dude, it's just it's crazy <laughs> thoughts. I'm like, Satan's real and he's going to fucking kill me. I mean. And not, he could be real. I mean, I believe in God. So naturally, I would have to believe in Satan. Yeah. Which Satan people are fucking annoying. I mean. You're a Satan guy, aren't you? I, I mean, yeah. But I don't, I don't, like I don't a, worship Satan. I don't believe in Satan as an entity or like yeah. a deity. I don't pray to Satan. I, but I understand the concept of what satanism stands for and I, I think it's a better way to live than christianity i just always don't like the people who are like satanic bible got a lot of positive stuff in it if you actually yeah. read it and i'm like hey psychopath <laughs> nobody cares dude you already sound insane it's like no oh, just about doing whatever you want dude i'm like yeah murder is considered whatever you want dude yeah, yeah, you yeah. can go murder someone and you're like well the satanic bible told me i can do whatever i want but do you not think that uh, murder is justifiable, justifiable sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so yeah, like, I'm with it, dude. I'm with the The, shits, the tenets of Satanism say, don't harm anyone unless they cross you and then destroy them. You know, don't fuck, don't kill anybody unless they do you wrong and yeah. then destroy them with, then with massive vengeance. Dude, nothing like street vengeance, dude. Yeah. I've seen people get shot in the face, dude. What about it? Yeah, dude. Who cares? <laughs> who even cares anymore, dude? Do you know what it sounds like when someone gets shot in the face? No. So they let out this groan. They call it the death groan. It's like a very low-pitched groan, right? And then it's followed by the sound of all of the air leaving their lungs. It's horrifying. Yeah, that's horrifying, dude. It plays. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and for the world. Oh, yeah. Is there a camera there? Yeah, I, I forgot. You're going to get a phone call tomorrow. And it's like, what happened? You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're more concerned about getting fired? Yeah, than being 302. Yeah, I'm just, if someone caring, it's like, what murder did you witness? <laughs> I mean, multiple, you know? Good for you. Dude, Philadelphia, kind of. Bad things do happen in Philadelphia, really which is do. crazy. I'm wearing the hoodie, and it's now, funny I don't you just condone, said that. I don't condone um, quoting Donald Trump, but they do. Bad things do happen in Philadelphia. But some sick things happen. Like, this podcast happens in Philadelphia, it and does. we're doing A-OK. Dude, I got sober in Philadelphia, so did you. Yeah, dude. We met in Philadelphia. We hung out for great, the first time. Dude. Philadelphia is responsible for a lot of great music, dude. Dude, it really is. There was something I was going to bring up, dude, and I already forgot it. Just like that, dude. That's how. Goes. That's why I don't it like coming into goes. this podcast with like bullet points. People are like, "What do you talk about?" I'm like, "We just go with it, dude." Yeah. When you're when buds, we feel it. When you're really buds, when yeah. you're real life buds, it just it it's, flows, man. It's natural chemistry, dude. We got that. We're doing it. Dude. We really are. 
What was it going to be, dude? I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. We're up against it, too, dude. What, the wall? Yeah, the wall. What time <laughs> did we start? 7.10, I think, dude? Yeah, we got a little bit of time left. Yeah, we got a couple minutes left. Um, So, yeah, dude, I've been... Um, <laughs> Yeah, what have you been up to, man? It's I've been crazy. I've been building this recording studio for what feels yeah. like ten years. Yeah, and it's finally done. Dude. So you mentioned Nate, right? Nate came in. I was working for Nate at the time, actually, right? I was yep. doing construction with him. Great dude, man. He gave me a chance and he gave me a job, and we became really good friends. And he's fucking, he's just great. He's you know? the best, dude. So I remember um, you were upset about something he did, and you're like, "Isn't it like?" Isn't he like your hero or something? And I was like, not at all. Not even <laughs> close, dude. Yeah. And I told him about it, and we laugh at your expense a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm like, dude, I've heard. I was like, Miles thinks you're his hero, too. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I was like, Miles I was like, I was you're like, my, my hero. Miles yeah. looks at you like a hero, dude, and he also thinks that you're my hero, which I'm, you're not. Dude, I went to a restaurant with Nate to the korean hot pot yeah sure and he yeah you were there do you remember he asked the waitress what their uh t-shirt policy was because he was gonna pop the top off because he was sweating he was just sweating dude he was eating too much bulgogi yes the stuff that he eats is just it's great it's terrible dude i mean but he got he got food poisoning and he was like i got it from on the border and i said no you didn't yeah, you got it from... No, this is what he said. He said, I got it from on the border, which is Mexican. Right? He re- eats Mexican food all the time, dude. Yeah. And then he said, well, there's another option, and I didn't want to tell you because you're going to think this is what gave me food poisoning. He said, there was a raw clam bar at a flea market in New Jersey. <laughs> and I was like, it was definitely the raw clam bar in New Jersey that gave yeah. you food poisoning. You psychopath. On the border, raw clam bar. Yeah, uh, dude. It's pretty clear cut. What are you going to do about it, you know? Oh, so listen. So I... I linked up with one of my buddies, right, from back in the day, Josh, and um, we both did music forever, and we were friends through that, we're from the same neighborhood, and he came into AA, right, and uh, he was talking to me, he's like, yo, man, he's like, I don't need to get a job right now, I got some money in the bank, and I'm just sitting around like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself, I can't do this, right, and I was like, all right, dude, let's do something, let's start a business, and uh, I was like, what do we both do, music, so I knew Nate, he was the construction dude. And yeah. I was like, let's fucking do it. We went, we rented out a space in Port Richmond and it was just an empty room dude with like shit on the walls and like literal shit on the walls. And we built a fucking fully functional recording studio or Nate did right for yeah. us. And it's like about to open. It's so sick. Dude, I'm happy for it. Yeah. It's cool, man. That's good, man. I like invested in myself for once. Port I Richmond. bought like a $1,200 sampler, like an MPC, like the yeah. newest MPC. You're going for it, dude. You know? In Port Richmond, there's not that many gunshots. There's not? Yeah. I shot a gun last weekend. It was pretty fun. <laughs> what happened? Tell me about it. Well, I shot a rifle into... I kept calling it a lake. It was at my... <laughs> like a pond? Yeah. It was at Uncle Jeff's house. Oh, shout out, Jeff. Oh, shout out, Jeff. And I was shooting it in the back. Then I had, like, you know... I was shooting that, and that was no problem. And then mm-hmm. he was like, I was like, that's the first time I shot a gun. Then he said, you want to shoot a pistol? so i shot a 40 caliber beretta and it was the loudest fucking thing in the world dude and my ears were ringing and jeff's the best dude because jeff's been like a straight edge guy his whole life yeah and i just and i just had i fucking went bang and all of a sudden i just i wasn't wearing like headphones or anything yeah and i just hear I'm like, this is the sound of when you smoke did your crack. Mouth did your mouth water? <laughs> nah, not that. I didn't instantly like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I always try because people. The most annoying thing is ever is people trying to, because you're you're a junkie. I'm a junkie. Yeah. When people are like, this is what someone told me, 100% accurate what they think heroin's like. They're like, they're like, uh. I heard heroin is kind of like getting real drunk than sitting in a hot tub. And I was like, what? Who told, who told you <laughs> I that? forget who it was. I wish I could remember. I was that's like, so all I was like, that's not even close to what it's like. But people, people always like a big, they're like, what's crack like? Yeah. And I'm just like, have you ever done Coke? And they're like, no. I'm like, then it's hard to base what it's like. <laughs> I said, crack is like Coke, but I loved Coke way more than mm-hmm. just crack. Yeah. I was a big snooter. I would snoot it. 
I hear shooting coke is fucking game changer, and people are like, I'll ruin my life for this shit, dude. Yeah, every time I shot coke, I would pull everything out of my pockets and run. Yeah. And just full sprint. Would you shoot to fish, dude? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to shoot to fish. You have to. Um, so. If I don't fish, it's a waste of money. Yeah, it's a waste of money. I love snorting coke, dude, but uh, smoking crack. And I would like try to, I'm like, well, it's like doing coke, but times 10 and not as fun. Yeah. And by not as fun, I mean no fun at all. Yeah, it's zero fun. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like, it's kind of like if you're playing like Call of Duty or some shit, or you're watching Saving Private Ryan and you see a flashbang grenade go off and you just hear that ring and like, you're just like. And you throw up on yourself. Yeah. And you just like, when you see stuff, you're like, oh. That's, that's cool. You're like, I'm losing my goddamn mind right now. Let <laughs> so me go what, freak out about nothing right now. When you, when you smoke crack, do you talk? I did it like solo. I remember the one time I was on a milk crate and two dudes started blowing each other. And I was just like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> what were you saying excuse me for? Like, because I was busy doing something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm busy right now. What are you guys doing? How dare you? But they don't care. No, they don't. They're probably smoking crack, too. Yeah, clearly, if they're blowing each other on a milk crate next to you. Yeah. In an alley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people would talk. Like, I'd be in the crack house, and people would start talking, and I'd be like, can you not like, shut yeah, the I'm fuck things, up? Yeah, I'm Just be quiet. Like, yeah. People are moving. I'm trying to get them to stop moving. Yeah. What an awful drug. Heroin's great, though. It was, at least. Yeah. Um, I remember a- the first time I did heroin, or the first person I did heroin with, the way they described it to me, they said, it's like a warm, fuzzy hug from God. And it was, you know? Yeah, dude. It was. So it kind of makes the hot tub thing kind of... Yeah, but I think it's the, yeah, I think it's the dumbest thing that was ever said to me. But I also get where they're coming from. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, it could be a better description. Yeah, man. It's usually so. It's like a warm fuzzy hug from God, uh, followed by immediate crushing, impending doom and despair because yeah. I've done it again. Yeah, you know. Which are the feelings I'm comfortable with? <laughs> I like my back up against the wall. Yeah. It's good. You got to fight your way out, man. Yeah. It feels like you're doing something. We are doing it, dude. I think that's about... We're at the end, dude. We did it. Do you yeah. feel good about yourself? I feel good, How do man. you feel about the experience? You didn't crack under the bright lights, dude? I was born to be on camera. I you know. know it's a good test because I feel like a lot of people listen to podcasts or watch podcasts or even see stand-up comedy and they're just like, I can do that. No problem. And I'm like... yeah. So I'm like, I think I'm okay at it and I don't even think I can do it. So good for you. Yeah. I mean, after you've rapped in front of... 2000 rabid drunk Asher Roth fans in Westchester. Yeah. It's this is there's two of you. You know, it's not that bad. They just love college. They do, man. They Shout do. out to Asher Roth and Rob D who just produced his whole last album, which was I actually know. really good, man. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I heard a couple songs. It was very good. Yeah, dude. Dude, we're doing it, dude. I'm fucking pumped you made it out, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I don't like doing this on Mondays. It just messes with the whole week, but I'm yeah. happy to do it for you. Oh, thanks for having me on, John. Hey, no problem. I love you, buddy. Love I'll you talk too, to dude. you later. Hell yeah. Oh, or after this wraps, I'll still continue to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs>